0: you're listening to the diarist a red couch black dog production
1: must be apparent that I am experiencing unbearable anguish recalling these memories. Yet I wonder. I write this in your confidence. Is there a reason to recount? Is there a value? Yes, unseen, but to come. Is there a value in reconjuring, seeking witness? Otherwise there is no hope for me, for any girl. (laughs) I've become lofty in my insanity. Yes, I'm insane, dear reader, but I'm a good imposter. I keep my routine like clockwork. Since I no longer had a mother, and recently the awareness that I never had the love of a mother, I followed Good Housekeeping's Good Wife Guide. Yes, I'm not ashamed to admit that I felt qualified, No overqualified for the job. After all, I loved Richard and I wanted nothing more than to please him. So yes, I'd wake up early. I'd slip into the bathroom and take a bath. Before I slipped into the tub, I'd remove a bottle of scotch from the back of the linen closet. I'd pour myself a glass and slip into the warm, soapy water. I kept my magazine there. My Good Housekeeping, May 1955 issue. I kept my gaze on my own reflection as I whispered the guidelines. Every woman in America were in one way or another reciting these words to themselves. There, in the tub, I'd look into my bathroom vanity mirror and start. Prepare yourself.
2: Take fifteen minutes to rest, so you'll be refreshed when when he arrives. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh-looking. He has just
0: been with a lot of work-weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting for him. His boring day may need a lift, and one of your duties is to provide it.
3: Catering for his comfort will provide you with immense personal satisfaction. Remember, be happy to see the master
0: him. Of the house. Free him with a and warm smile and show sincerity in your desire to please him. Listen to him. You may have a dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Remember, his topics of conversation are more important than yours.
3: Your goal. Try to make sure your home is a place of peace, order and tranquility, where your husband can renew himself in body and spirit.
0: Don't greet him with complaints and problems. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or have him lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him.
3: Arrange his pillow and offer to take his shoes. Speak in a low, soothing and pleasant voice. Don't
2: ask him questions about his actions or question his judgment of integrity. You
1: have no right to question him. Remind me to tell you, you're an angel. I'm a dope. You are not.
4: I've got witnesses.
1: Oh, well, why should I argue? After all, Father knows best. It seemed I was slipping out of Richard's favor. It was every little thing. I couldn't get it right. I knew it was my own fault. You see, my mind was so consumed with grief and terror that even the slightest incident would cause me to startle, to scream out. You can imagine, can't you? How much something like that would get on Richard's nerves. I was constantly dropping things or misplacing things. Dinner was almost constantly late. Richard asked Velvet to pick up more work at the apartment. He was restless. And yes, as paranoid as it sounds, I noticed he always said hello to her first. He'd look at her with that helpless smile. I recognized it.
5: Don't you see? It was the way he
1: had smiled at me back when I was caring for Margaret. His crazy wife... (laughs) Ha, (laughs)
5: Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Andrea?
1: Yes. What is it?
0: Oh, dear. Have you been in bed all day, It's Andrea? Mrs.
1: Hayes. I haven't lost that title yet. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Oh,
0: yes. I'm sorry. Mrs. Hayes. Are you terribly agitated today? Shall I open the curtains? Some fresh air? Why, it's such a lovely day out. You know. May I tell you something, Mrs. Hayes? Well I was out walking and I thought, oh Andrea is so cooped
1: up. And no, please do
0: not open the shades. Can't you see I have a terrible headache? Don't you know those two little children walked by? Two girls, the little one pigtails. And you know what I wondered?
1: No, I don't care what you wondered. Please don't sit beside me here on the bed. You are not my nursemaid. All right.
0: I thought it would cheer you. Well, Richard has asked me to. Well, he expects me to help you carry on with your duties. (laughs) Get me a cigarette. Here you are. I shouldn't, but, well, I am breaking the rules, you know. What rules? Mr. Hayes' rules, of course.
1: Is that so? I'm perfectly capable. Look at me, you fool. I'm fully dressed. I'm beautiful. I was in bed because of my headache. You were...
0: Well, I'll just say it. Oh, why don't you? Just say it. Say it. You're drunk. What time did you start drinking? You know it's a very bad habit. No man wants to come home oh, to. Are you in the business of telling a young married woman how to be a good wife?
1: Is that in your job description? And what's your last name?
0: Velvet. It's Maud. Velvet Maud.
1: Well, I might as well say it. Why on earth would your mother name you Velvet?
0: What do you mean? Are you mocking me? Yes, I am.
1: Well, no, I'm curious. After all, who wouldn't be?
0: It's a lovely name. Well, thank you. It's silly, but... I can't tell if you're serious or... No, go ahead. I won't laugh. Well, my father brought my mother a velvet rose when they met, so she... You mean a flower? Yes, a token of his... That's
1: very... (laughs) Tell me, do you still have the
0: flower? No, I don't. When he died, well, she buried it. Are you
1: always so... It sounds like that flower meant an awful lot to your family. I can't tell if you're kidding me. Are you going to report it to Mr. Hayes? Richard? He's asked me... What? He's asked you to report on me? Is that so? Well, you don't have
0: to be so sore about it. It wasn't my doing. Oh, Miss Velvet Rose. I'll save you the trouble. I'll save you the trouble, you know?
1: You know, Margaret told me about you. Why you want to catch the biggest fish... That's not a good
0: idea. He'll be very upset with me. You see, you're talking nonsense. Oh,
1: will he? Oh, will Mr. Richard Hayes be upset with his little mousy secretary? I know what you're doing, don't you know? I insist you hang up the phone. Oh, yes. Your insistence. Do you know it means nothing to me? What does he have you all believing over there? Poor Richard Hayes. His drunk wife, his crazy wife. Oh yes. Has he asked you to work on campaigns with him? Why? Late hours. And now this. Mr. Hayes's death. All the sympathy for his crazy wife. You'll see. Oh yes, you will, my little. Mr. Hayes's death. Oh, you terrible woman! I'd like to speak with my husband.
3: Just a moment, please.
1: Why, You know what you are, Velvet. My God, you're pedestrian. Is this what he stooped to?
4: A simpleton? With- Hello? Close the door, now. What the hell are you doing, Andrea? Have you gone crazy?
1: Richard? Oh, darling, now look what I've done.
4: I've upset you. What is wrong with you? Do you know you've embarrassed me? Don't ever call this office again.
5: You- you don't!
1: But I'm your wife, Richard! Well, if this is going to fall apart, let's hasten the process.
0: Oh, I've done it. How will I... i ruined my marriage. Get a hold of yourself. Here, why don't you sit down here on the couch? I'll make you some soup. Would you like that, dear? Would you like that, Andrea? Didn't I ask you to call me, Mrs. It?
1: What difference does it make? What difference does anything make?
0: Fine. Sit here, Andrea. I'll make you... What have I done?
1: What have I done to deserve this? You don't know me. You weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there. Velvet, I was... Oh, please don't take this the wrong way. I was better than you. Yes, I. I was. I went to Katie Gibbs. I was top of my class.
0: You've just been through a lot. Quite a lot.
1: Do you mean it? What, dear? Do you understand?
0: I think so. As much as I can. Oh, I don't have anyone. May I confide in you? Of course. You won't tell Richard? I suppose not.
1: This apartment is haunted. It is, it truly is. It was me who found her.
0: How do you mean haunted?
1: I mean it quite literally.
0: Can you hear that? What is it? Shh, listen. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I do think I hear something. The humming,
1: don't you hear her? If you listen closely, if you listen... Oh, yes. It is, isn't it? <gasps> well, I figured it out. It's her final breath. She died, you know. Whom? Oh, Velvet, don't you know, dear? It's not a
0: whom. It's who. Who died? Haven't you had any education at all? Please don't be so unkind to me. Please don't mock me. I'm not a smart girl. I know that, but please... I'm not so terrific at grammar, but I tried. You should, too. You see, you are very unkind. I'm
1: sorry. I'm afraid I may be drunk. Wouldn't you like to get drunk with me? No, I wouldn't. Who's dead? Margaret, of course. You've heard, haven't you, how I found her? I remember.
0: I remember he called. You believe that at least, don't you, Velvet? Do you believe it, Andrea? Do you believe you can hear her voice? That she's died and she's talking to you? You heard it yourself. Through me. (laughs) You know what I did once, before? Are you all right? (laughs) Shall I call the doctor?
1: I took her to the Lotus Room. At the Grand Hotel. Do you know it? Well, yes. Of course you do. You go there on Wednesdays with the girls, don't you? Every
0: Wednesday. Well... And he's taken you there, hasn't he? Come now. Let's get you some soup. Oh, Andrea... I'm afraid you're very troubled. I don't want any goddamn soup. I am troubled.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. Dear, Just answer me. Answer me. Has he taken you to the Lotus Room? Yes, of
0: course, for a business lunch. He takes you often, doesn't he? And to Al's Deli? It's all business, I assure you. I promise you, Andrea. Oh, God. Has he... Has he told you that he likes
1: your clothes? That he can tell you wear them just for him? And you do, don't you? You dress for him. Let me see. Let me see what you're wearing under that blouse. Let me go! Ah! Oh. Oh, Velvet. You would have never selected that bra yourself.
0: How could you? How could you do this to me? I was trying to be kind to you. Save the act. You're as phony as the rest. Oh, Richard, she's ripped my clothes off of me.
4: What is going on here?
0: Stop with the act,
1: Velvet. Why is she dressed like that, Richard?
4: What has she done to you, Velvet? Are you all right? Andrea, what have you done?
0: All right. Look at what she's wearing. At least admit. Have you torn
4: her clothing? Are you drunk?
0: She's very drunk. She was in the room alone. Dark. She told me that Margaret was talking with her. She told me she was dead and that the house is haunted. She's going crazy, Richard. I'm terribly afraid of being alone with her. Cut
4: the act! That's enough! Velvet, go select one of Andrea's sweaters. You may take one. Cover yourself. How dare you! Don't you dare! I'll take care of you in a moment.
1: Oh, I bet you will! You're a bastard! I'm leaving.
4: You'll go nowhere.
1: Give me my sweater back! How dare you! Do you want to take over my life? Well, you've taken over everything! Richard, I'm
5: sorry.
4: Go click, Margot and bring her to her apartment for the night.
5: No!
1: No, that's just what you did to Margaret! Do you think I'm crazy, Richard? Will I- I'll
4: see you to Mrs. Hayes.
1: Yes, sir. Richard, don't punish me anymore! Why have you done this to me? <laughs> I'm so
5: sorry, darling.
4: Come here, my sweet girl.
3: You aren't
1: angry with me. All I want to do is please you.
4: It's alright. It'll be alright, Andrea.
5: How can I
1: please you? How can I please you? I'm a failure. i failed everything.
4: It's not your fault, darling. But you're not well. You see that you never recovered from the breakdown. You see that I've lost the woman that I love. I was so happy
1: with you. Oh, God, Richard. Don't say that. Please don't. Please don't. I love you so much. I can get better. Yes,
4: I know you try, but you... Andrea, you're not well.
1: Please kiss me. Please tell me you don't love Velvet.
4: You have to promise control your temper. You tore her shirt off of her... She must have been terrified. Why would you do such a thing?
1: I don't know. I suppose I got jealous.
4: You can see how irrational this is, can't you? Even the most jealous girl has control over herself.
1: She made it seem as though all the girls at the office think I'm crazy.
4: What are they supposed to think, Andrea? You know how you sounded when you called the office today? Ellen was worried about Margot's safety.
1: But I would never.
4: She's a poor, simple girl. You tore her blouse off and accused her of wearing lingerie that I purchased for her. I, I didn't... I didn't... You can see how paranoid this is, can't you?
1: Yes. 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 I suppose I thought it was passion in the moment. Oh, Richard, is the scotch? I've been drinking too much. Give me a chance to be the girl you love again.
4: Did you tell her you talked to Margaret?
1: No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. I didn't say that at all. About
2: I his can't actions, believe you, Andrea. Or question his judgment of integrity.
1: All right. I I don't remember. But I think any girl would have been jealous. It's not paranoid at all. I don't know how I became so... Well, it just happened. Something she said, darling. Don't you see? She's trying to take you from me. She's already taken my job, my friends, Margot, and now
4: you. She told me you take her to the Lotus Room. Oh, dear. That poor velvet. That poor velvet. I wouldn't want you as an adversary. Come here. Closer. That poor Velvet. Let me hold you.
1: But I'm not her adversary, Richard. I've asked her to call me Mrs. Hayes, but she won't.
4: You shouldn't be so snobbish, Andrea. Do you think you're better than unmarried girls?
1: Of course not. But I've earned the title, haven't I?
4: Well, you aren't acting like...
1: Why are you taking her side? I'm so lonely. Things weren't supposed to turn out this way. Shh!
4: Look at me, Andrea. What happened to my beautiful Andrea? (laughs) Do you know that for such a long time? (laughs) I thought you were the only one. The only woman I could ever (laughs) love. You were perfect. Then you changed on me. I am so hurt, Andrea. I miss my wife. I miss the girl I married. I am not prepared to go through this again. But I haven't. I'm still the same girl. You have changed. Look at yourself. I've lost the love of my life. I'm heartbroken.
1: But don't you love me at all? Even if it is as you say, and my nerves are... Don't you love me?
4: Here. Let's get you into bed. Get some rest.
1: Please tell me you love me. I can't bear it. I can't bear it if you say you don't love me.
4: Of course I love you. But I'm worried about you. You're not well, Andrea. I'm going to give you something to settle your nerves. No more booze, all right?
1: What are you getting?
4: Here, take two of these. What are they? They'll settle your nerves.
1: Those are Margaret's pills, aren't they? I remember the bottle.
4: Pills are pills. We'll get you a prescription of your own once we can get an appointment with the doctor. Trust me, darling.
1: Do you love me?
4: Yes, I love you. Here, take your pills.
5: All right. Say that in France c'est bon, c'est bon. when they thrill to romance, c'est bon, c'est bon. it means that it's so c'est bon, good, c'est bon. si bon. So I say it to you like the French people do because it's oh so good. Every word, every sigh, every kiss, dear, leads to only one thought, and it's
1: this, Yes, it crossed my mind that I deserved this grief, a natural consequence of my selfish actions. As Mother said, I made my own bed, but please, I beg you to contemplate my world. And besides, the punishment I endured, this horrible fate, it was simply because I was a woman. No man would suffer the consequences. Indeed, Richard and I walked the same path from first to last step. I was drowned and tortured, and he was elevated. It seemed the more of my spirit he destroyed, the higher he became. Yes, his committal speed was entirely fueled by my mental demise." "'But you know, dear reader, hope comes in very unexpected ways. "'I was cleaning the house. "'For some reason on that day I decided to stave off the alcohol until later. "'I cleaned the house and turned on the radio. "'Sinatra sang, Come Fly With Me. "'Hope. That was the mood. It came out of nowhere. "'And then the unexpected. "'I made a friend. "'I was picking up some books for Margot at the library.' "'Yes, I would begin reading to her again at bedtime. "'Why shouldn't I? "'I decided to dismiss Velvet early. "'Velvet. "'Yes, she continued running my household. "'Condescendingly. "'I became childish and impish, "'dumping ashtrays under the couch, "'spilling juice on the rug, "'only to have Richard complain about her negligent housekeeping. "'I'd kiss him and tell him it may be better for me "'to resume my responsibilities.' But enough about them. I met a wonderful woman. Her name was Esther Huntington. What a literary name. And she was the leader of a ladies' book group at the downtown library. They met every Tuesday at noon. She said they were reading Jane Eyre. And yes, I saw, and continued to see, the irony in the book choice. Miss Huntington said that she and two other girls in the club planned to see the film version coming out in a few months. Until then, we... Yes, me. Dear reader, they invited me to be part of their group. We were going to see the movie at one of the movie houses. She invited me. Well, you know, first thing I did was check out the book and start reading. Oh, it took me no time at all before I recognized that clever girl I once was. Bronte. Why, I devoured it. By four o'clock, I'd read eight chapters. I was so excited. I took a chance and called Miss Huntington to tell her I'd meet her and the other girls in the club next Tuesday. Really, I just wanted a reason to talk with her. You can't imagine the euphoria. You see, I wasn't really crazy. Desperate. I was just lost. I was lost in the circumscribed reality Richard created. But dear reader, there's a whole world out there.
2: Didn't you know that?
1: with Esther Huntington. This is she.
3: Oh, hello, Miss Huntington. It's Andrea Hayes. We met at the library today? Yes, of course I remember. It's nice to hear from you. I hope you're calling to say you'll join the group. (laughs) Well, yes. More than that, it seems I've read nearly half the book since I saw you. Oh, that's wonderful. A voracious reader like myself. Jane Eyre is rather like a soap opera in some ways, don't you think? Why... Well, I suppose, yes. I just felt so
1: terrible for the child. And it was no wonder Jane found herself... Oh, Miss
3: Huntington, I don't know why I'm going on. No, Esther. Please call me Esther. I felt the same way. I couldn't help but think of what must have made the poor girl so vulnerable. Naive. Yes. I'm sure you're right about that.
1: Well, you must be busy. I'm so excited to join your club.
3: And when you said to let you know to call, well, I didn't want another girl taking my spot. Oh, you're delightful. I wouldn't give up your spot, especially now that I know how much you love the book and how much you have to contribute. So it's on Tuesday. That's right, isn't it? Will that be all right with you? Yes, it's wonderful. I have a girl look after my stepdaughter in the afternoon, so I'm free. Well, we meet at the downtown library where we met today. We have room reserved every week from 11 to 1. Sometimes, I feel like that's not enough time. Particularly with a book like Jane Eyre. What chapter are you up to? Seven.
1: Well, I have already read through chapter 10, oh.
3: but I'm happy to reread. I wonder. Say, what would you think of going to
4: lunch Who are you talking afterwards? to? Hang up the phone. Oh, I'd
3: love to. Oh, Hang up my
4: the phone. husband
1: just... Richard! How could you? That's a new friend of mine. She'll think I'm... She'll think I'm... Richard, I don't have any friends.
4: Come over here.
1: What is it? You're home early. Why are you? Why are you? Why would you take the phone out of my hands?
4: Who are you talking to?
1: I just told you. It's. I just told you. It's a woman, Esther Huntington. She runs a book club. A group, of, a group of ladies meet. She asked me to lunch, Richard. Aren't you happy for me? I think I found a new friend.
4: Well, you can't go.
1: But why not?
4: You've been skirting your duties around here, playing games, a big act. If you're well enough to go... What are you talking about? Of
1: course I'm going. Is that so? As a matter of fact, it is. Do you want me to be a prisoner? Why do you... Why you'd think I was Bertha Mason?
4: Who is Bertha Mason?
1: You see? She's in the book I'm reading. She's kept locked away by her husband. Is that what you want?
4: Watch it. Watch how you talk with me.
1: I've made a friend, Richard. I've been invited to a book club.
4: I tried calling, and you did not answer.
1: That's not true.
4: The phone line was busy, a busy signal. You were talking to this woman, this spinster.
1: But Richard, that's not true. I wasn't on the phone for more than five minutes. You must have been already been
4: on your way, otherwise. Otherwise, what? You were here all day? Well. Where were you?
1: All right, I went to the library. You see here, I got Margot a picture book. I wanted to read it for her tonight.
4: Velvet is perfectly capable of reading to Margot.
1: But why? Will Velvet be here all night, too? I can't read to my daughter at bedtime. Come here. What is it?
4: Do as I tell you. I don't want to. What did you say?
1: I said I don't want to. I can't.
4: You can, and you will. Please. Do as you're told. And if I don't? What happened to you? What's happened to you, Andrea? God damn it! God damn it! When did you become so cold and frigid? I'm not. I'm i just...
1: I'm not. But you know I've been... I'm just...
4: No! You're not just anything!
1: Damn it! Will you force me? If I... If I simply refused. Please tell me you wouldn't.
4: Are you completely crazy?
1: I didn't think you would. Of course I didn't...
4: It's not force when it's a woman's husband.
1: I didn't know that. I didn't... I didn't... I'm afraid. I'm not very strong at all. I...
4: Come here. Come here, darling. I'm afraid. Of me?
1: Of course not.
4: I'll be gentle if that's what you're asking.
1: Let me get you a drink. Let me have one first, so I can relax.
4: You need a drink. You need a drink to do as you're told?
1: Yes. Let me get you a drink, darling.
4: Put the goddamn bottle down.
1: All right. What would you like me to do? I looked down and waited. I felt suddenly ashamed or embarrassed. I didn't know which. Despite our rough, sometimes brutal sex life, there had always been a connection. A secret communication. I remembered that afternoon in the basement when he'd said... It's all a game, darling. But this time it didn't feel like a game. I felt as if you were admonishing me for what I didn't know. I must interject as I write and rewrite this story. Perhaps it may very well have been that nothing had changed on that particular afternoon. But since it marked the change in our marriage, I remember it this way retrospectively. I don't know which...
4: Remove your clothes.
1: I unzipped my dress. The zipper on the side near my waist. I didn't feel bold or playful. In fact, the dress Velvet had selected, like the others, was not the sophisticated Neiman Marcus or Chanel Mother would have insisted on. The fabric felt cheap. So did I the lingerie I had selected. It, it was even more risqué than usual. I guess I wanted to prove to him that I knew him better than she had. I didn't feel bold or playful. I worried, I worried that I didn't know what I'd gotten myself into, surrendering the way I had. No, I suppose it wasn't surrender. Hadn't he offered me Something else that night on the beach in Hawaii? Hadn't I made a choice to fulfill my own pathological hunger? Hadn't I made a choice to fulfill my own pathological hunger? My heart raced with fear, yet fear had become indistinguishable from desire. I removed my slip, revealing my silk lingerie, a black lace bra, garter and stockings. I waited, like a child. What should I do now? Tell me, what should I do, darling?
4: Why don't you put a record on something sexy? All right. Fix me a drink.
1: Please, Richard. Can't you see how much I'm shaking?
4: Just as I told you, make your husband a drink. Let me watch you. I like watching your beautiful body, darling.
2: I confess my secret intention to do so. I broke things. damning fact. Like
4: ah! oh, boys. Andrea, the what are you doing?
2: What they've done to Dottie Linden. Poor Dottie. The truth is, well, I don't know if it's true or not, but my truth is that it was all my fault. I don't know if Dottie was serious or, or just wanted to. When Mrs. Linden saw us oh, down, Mrs. Lyndon. she wasted no time. I too would have been cured through surgery. I would be a wax creature like poor Dottie Linden, only
5: 15 years
2: old. They say she can hardly feed herself. Now, Mother's plan, once Ellen has the baby, they'll send me back to New York with that...
5: So I Andrea,
4: you. what are you doing? I'm
5: confused. I'm confused. Because Haven't I? Oh.
4: What did I ask you to do?
5: Everyone
2: <gasps> they have me caged. Set up in a room in the attic, so there's no way for me to told me to make you a scotch.
4: Take them all off.
2: My lingerie?
1: My lingerie? I bought these just for you.
2: Don't you remember? Now, mother's plan. Once Ellen has the baby... There. Once Ellen has the baby, they'll send me back to New York with that... creature.
4: Sit down, Andrea. Take off the rest.
1: Richard. Richard. I don't know why... I never want to refuse you, but my nerves... I feel terribly frightened.
4: I don't... Remove your stockings. Do as I say. You are such a stubborn girl today, aren't you?
1: What are you going to do? Richard, I'm losing track of time. Can you hear that? Do you?
2: This man held me prisoner this whole time. what are you doing?
4: Get out of here! Have
2: you drowned her? Richard! Do Stand up. Richard want closer Irish girl to take me there to see if I could change my mind. What could happen I do want to do as you say.
1: I want you. Yes. I want to I feel do. safe with you. I, I, feel s- I feel safe with you.
4: Turn around. Put your hands behind your back.
1: That was my... This is a game, isn't it, Richard? You'll make it better, won't you? Do you love me?
4: Do as I tell you. I won't tell you any such thing.
1: What are you doing? What are you doing? Ah! It hurts, Richard. This time, it hurts, Richard. This time, it hurts too much. Please, stop.
4: Don't tell me what to do. Do you fucking understand me?
1: I was waiting to drown. He moved on top of me and kissed me. I was sinking, my face against the porcelain. I was Margaret, she was me. He ran his hand over my neck, tangled his fingers into my hair and pulled me hard, exposing my neck further. Then time stopped, the sound of water hardly audible, there, far away the ocean in Hawaii. You seem men are sharks.
4: I love you.
6: The ground was hard. The air was still. My road was lonely. I walked fast till I got warm, and then I walked slowly, to enjoy and analyse the species of pleasure brooding for me in the hour and situation. It was three o'clock, the church bell tolled as I passed under the belfry, the charm of the hour lay in its approaching dimness, in the low gliding and pale beaming sun. I was a mile from Thornfield. In a lane noted for wild roses in summer, for nuts and blackberries in autumn, and even now possessing a few coral treasures in hips and haws, but whose best winter delight lay in its utter solitude and leafless repose. If a breath of air stirred, it made no sound here, for there was not a holly, not an evergreen to rustle, and the stripped hawthorn and hazel bushes were as still as the white worn stones which to the middle of the path. Far and wide, on each side, there were only fields.
2: You might ask how a girl comes to this fate so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> With so little consideration. You would take time to think about it, but from what I understood, the timing
1: Please make it stop Richard
4: What is it darling? I love you 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 Kiss me Tell me you love me
1: You were there
4: I'm right here My poor girl Oh your husband is such a bully There now Sit up darling Turn to the side. Oh, you have so many marks. I lost my temper.
1: Your temper? Were you angry
5: with me?
4: Don't worry. Here, let me release your hands. Look at your wrists. Your delicate little wrists. Does it hurt very much? I'm sorry I lost my temper with you. There you are. You are my darling girl. You are my darling wife. My young bride. Am I such a terrible boy? Look, they're bleeding just a little. Let me get up. Don't ice. go. Don't be silly.
1: There you are. Where I remember?
4: Yes, I'm here, my, my poor darling girl. Look what's happened to you. I'm so afraid of losing you. I feel you slipping. It's true.
1: You were in the bathroom. I can remember now. Richard, you had her. You were drowning her. I saw you.
4: Andrea, stop. You've gone crazy.
1: I remember. I I walked into the apartment. Did you call me there? You wanted me to find her, didn't you? The blood. Her wrists like mine. The blood was from... You hurt her, and then you... You tried to drown her, Richard. When you saw me, you released her. But her eyes... They were staring out. She was dead. And you killed her, didn't you?
4: You are crazy. How could... Likely you're remembering your own hands pushing down on that head of hers. Your own hands killing the woman so you could get what you want. And look what you've done with the life we could have had.
1: But you know that's not true. I would never.
4: The doctor, the hospital, and the police, they both warned me about you. What do you mean? They said you told them you were pulling her out of the tub, but... But, they but a- what? They asked if you could have drowned her. You see, she drowned. It wasn't but her. You
1: know that isn't true. She. God, Richard, I remember. I understand. You forced her, Richard. I don't know why, but you forced her and she hated you. She wasn't like me at all. Something's wrong. It's my wrists. Where am I? What have I said? Why are you looking at me like that? Richard, what's happened?
4: What is it, Andrea? Do you have amnesia now? Do you think you can talk with me this way? Do you think you can contradict and mock me? You don't like the truth, and so now you play this game?
1: How have I? What have I said? I, I don't remember. You know, don't you?
4: What? Do I know what? Get yourself dressed.
1: You know I love you. I don't care what you've done.
4: Done? You crazy, deranged girl. Look at you. You're an embarrassment. And listen to me. They already think you've done something horrible. They wanted to have you sent away for observation. The police wanted to question you, but I wouldn't let them. I protected you, Andrea. And for what?
1: Don't say that. Let's forget all of it. I'll go back to my old self. You'll see, I'll forget all of it. That's (laughs)
4: enough, Andrea.
1: Richard, wait. She's doing this to us, you know. She's doing this to us, you know. She's a ghost. She's
2: inside of me. (laughs)
4: Enough! Jesus Christ, what have I done to deserve another crazy wife?